Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. We are uh, blessed to be with greatness tonight. Once again, joining us for uh, a full Ahsoka review, uh, Grand Moff Scott Bennett. <laughs> oh wow you put him in the empire yes. huh? yeah Jeez. yeah I'll take it. um I'll take it. so uh uh scott and i used to work together at the radio stations and uh when we were sat next to each other found out scott was a huge uh star wars nerd just like myself uh probably more than myself and uh scott uh was lucky enough to marry in Andy, I know, I know, I know. Once <laughs> he he wins though. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then Scott was uh, lucky enough to marry into uh, a film family, and uh, his uh, sister-in-law just happens to have uh, directorial credits on uh, Ahsoka's episode two and three. So we're gonna discuss some Ahsoka tonight with Scott. Um, get his thoughts on everything, uh, how it how it stands for Star Wars, and uh, we're just gonna jump into it. Uh, if I didn't say so already, it's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. What, new recording yeah. day, September sixth. September sixth. It's been a while since yeah. we've gotten together. Um, but yeah, let's just sort of jump into it and go. So, uh, Scott, as our guest, um. You, I mean, I know that there's uh, there, there's stuff you can't talk about because of uh, the SAG after strike. But uh, mm -hmm. as a Star Wars fan, and we're four episodes into Ahsoka so far, uh, and you watched Rebels, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I watched it, and then um, in the horrible summer of 2020, where we were all stuck inside for a while, I rewatched it. Um, nice. So it's it's, and I, I've picked up gone back to an episode here and there but big fan right Love rebels <laughs> okay yeah i know nate watched it um i i watched a couple episodes here and there i fell off three times yeah <laughs> watched the whole series three times um uh, i know twice with that yeah, yeah i felt i fell <laughs> off i actually had to watch the little 20 minute recap before i started ahsoka just to make sure yeah. i i remembered what i remembered and everything if it's the same one i showed Addy, it's a, they did a great uh, job no, yeah kind of yeah it was no it was distilling a lot right but. yeah and i'm glad i did because i would not have picked up on any of the nuance or or anything in that in the episode so far uh we should talk about that later i i love that there's someone part of this conversation who didn't watch rebels and just has kind of a passing knowledge of it i think i got yeah, questions joe. Yeah, yeah. Jo yeah joe, joe. Even less. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. joe is yeah. yeah so i watched maybe the first episode of clone wars okay and that's about it okay <laughs> so yeah like i i know who ahsoka is i know who like she trained under anakin i know the whole snips thing but that's mm -hmm. kind of a bad you watched <laughs> You watched Mando though, right? Where oh yeah, episodes yeah. of Mando where she's yeah. in. Oh yeah, yeah okay. for sure. So then you're at least you're current on yeah. right on Stay. where she is and so yeah. yeah. When yeah. like we get into like you know like certain characters, I'm like, who's that? Okay, I kind of I get a lot through <laughs> osmosis from knowing you guys right. and being a nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just saying, I I have not watched the whole Clone Wars, Rebels, all that. So <laughs> yeah, cool. Um. So, so yeah, so Scott, I just kind of want to pose this question to you so far, four episodes in, like, what do you, what do you think of the series overall so far? Wow. So, um, 
so far it's it it's been super enjoyable there's been um there's been some top tier star wars moments for sure yeah um and there there there's a a few things just just on on a on a surface level if you just if you know nothing about it and you're skimming by and even if you just like look at the marketing for it like it's the you know it's the first star wars where it, you know, human isn't centered in the story, right? Um, let alone, um, you know, at this point anyway, all, all the protagonists and and the the principal villain until Thrawn shows up, they're all female, right? Right. So yeah. it's 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 going to be it's going to be different um, just from that alone. Um, I story wise, um, I I love I love what they're doing. I know that the first the first episode and a half i'd say you know a lot of exposition a lot of people you have to learn you know who sure. they are what they care about why it matters um and that that's hard to pull off um right but once all of that once the table was set you know it was it was let's go um right so i i uh, i love the casting i think even and i and this is again where i want to talk to you and joe i i can't watch the show without thinking about rebels oh, yeah so yeah. the casting 100%. the casting lines up for me because of my history yeah. so I, I wonder if that's the same for, for folks that haven't seen rebels i wonder a lot about folks that haven't seen rebels not, not like i'm judging them except <laughs> i am uh yeah but no but i i wonder about their experience with the show which is something i really want to get into today yeah um i think uh these are these are some of the most um uh, compelling villains we've had yeah. in a long time. Um, you know, Balin and Shin, yeah. fascinating. Um, and uh, and uh, of course, um, God, I love you know going back to Clone Wars lore. The fact that they made Morgan Elsbeth the Night Sister. Oh, that's so cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was such a cool drop. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, love that. Um, so, uh, so there's that too. Um, so yeah, compelling villains make for a good story. This is a good story. And, and I'm on board and I, and I love how, um, they, I don't know how they're going to cram all this into what is it? Nine episodes? Eight. 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 Episodes. Yeah. We're halfway. Yeah. Yep. I, man, I, I don't know how yeah. they're going to, cause you know, we have, a, we had a big reveal in episode four. We can get to that. Right. And yeah. we haven't even gotten to the, the big bad guy yet. Right. Yeah. 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 The big blue in the room. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. Although they're on their way. So on their way. yeah. Next yeah. week should be a banger. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, uh, you know, it, it's much like um, any of these Star Wars shows. I want to get to the end of the season and, and think about it for a while. Right. Um, I think the last time we chatted, I was kind of in the afterglow of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And, um, and then with time, you know, I, my, some things kind of shifted around. Um but in, in terms of how I, how I felt about parts of it. Yeah. Um, uh, but this, this is, uh, I don't know what the setup they have so far. It, it would be, it would shock me if it went off course. So right. Knock on wood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and you brought up a good point here. Uh, just really quickly about book of Boba Fett. Um, mm-hmm. Was your character in the cafe when it, when it blew up? As far as I know, I, 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 I never, we never went anywhere else. Okay. So. All right. So, so and right now, now is it, you know, nobody stays dead in these things, especially if they die off screen. 
That's true. So, right. so book of let's just see the bottom. Book of Boba right. Fett season two. We could get Force Ghost Scott Bennett, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> he was a secret yeah. Jedi all along. Exactly. <laughs> just happened to get blown apart. I mean, great. Just a, a way, that, the last time I was on the podcast, <laughs> the screen grab that you guys picked. Yeah. So yeah. funny. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, because you, you posted all those pictures and you had that really good, clear picture of you, but then there was the one, the one where you're just blurry in the middle of the two oh. characters. I was just like, yeah. I can't not use that one. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so uh, um, let's go to Nate. Nate, what do you think of this so far? Without getting sort of too in the woods, let's <clears throat> let's get a general impression, and then we'll yeah, and general. then we can and then we can really dig in because I got I have notes. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so in love with the show. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge, obviously we're all huge Star Wars nerds, but right. uh, a huge Clone Wars and Rebels specifically, um, and specifically because of my daughter and <laughs> bringing her up through all that stuff too. Like she, I, I didn't really force her to watch it. It's, you know, the Rebels is a cartoon and right. <laughs> we went to rewatch it before. I mean, it's not really a cartoon. It's animated, well, right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I've had to split that hair with, <laughs> non-nerds several times so i don't want to make sure we're getting that right uh but in prep for ahsoka we started watching rebels again and man i forgot how good that starts like how quickly mm -hmm. it engages the story yeah. and you're off like it just from jump it's amazing there isn't really so clone wars is crazy wide and long as far as right the, the uh the runs and there's a there's a lot of things you could skip if you want to do like a machete order and get all the high points sure mm -hmm. um i wouldn't because i i have to absorb all of it but <laughs> right? you can yeah. rebel rebels doesn't really have a lot of that like yeah. pretty much every episode even though they do have you know like monster of the week kind of thing or fetch quest of the week kind of thing pretty much everything folds back into itself and pays itself off and it's like that's feloni's masterpiece really right yeah and there's so much that I mean, Clone Wars, obviously, too, but specifically with Rebels and the way that they handle it, um, all that to come back to Ahsoka. And the first two episodes are basically the end of Rebels. Right. With, you know, like cutting back and forth. Yeah. Where they literally shot for shot from the end of Rebels. They have, uh, you know, like Ahsoka ship flying over the, the tower, the radio tower that uh, mm -hmm. Sabine is staying in. Right. And then at the end of episode two, when... Sabine touches the mural, which is literally ripped from the end of Rebels. Right. That scene is the same, and turning around and seeing Ahsoka with her hood up, it's the same. Mm -hmm. So they're really, <clears throat> they're really folding in the like uber fans and the people that are going to go like, oh, you know, do the little right, yeah. you know, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. meme, <laughs> yeah. uh, like eighty times an episode, and then also making it its own thing that is just god the music is fantastic yeah the pacing the combat everything is amazing and specifically with number four i think it's like some of the best star wars we've ever seen sure that's and i'll just without getting too okay. far in the weeds even though i did that's no well no actually honestly that was that was really good um uh so joe what do you think of ahsoka so far as a non-rebels watcher uh, I, I dug it because, like, I've watched, uh, I got the end of uh, it, Boba Fett where she mm -hmm. came in. So, and I've I've seen enough of Clone Wars to know who she is and know she's Anakin's, or Anakin's Padawan. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, going from that, I'm like, I, 
I get enough of it. Okay. This was awesome to watch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I totally lost that it was Rosario. It was always like Ahsoka. Yeah. Like she did an amazing job. Bodies, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, And and the Night Sisters. Yeah. Because, like, I know from osmosis of the night sisters and i've been waiting to like ah goth star wars right (laughs) yeah deep cut yeah the the night sisters uh like back back in the day like in the in the 90s when we had like no star wars media at all say for like um i mean no we we did we did we had novels we had comics that was it there was a whisper of prequel at that time or or special edition or anything and and so um those of us of a certain age the thing that kept us going were were these novels and i read all those damn things yeah and i remember the introduction of the night sisters um very vividly it was in um, a book called the courtship of princess leia and it was this the literally the story of how han and leia like went off on a side quest i was was gonna say what's what's the cover look like is it like a very fabio on a horse but i remember that the night sisters were one of the 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 villains and at one point they capture han solo and i remember this really like graphic description of one of the ways that they were torturing han was making his mm-hmm. molars in his mouth like explode with the with the dark side of the force oh god <laughs> like dark side dentists yeah um, oh, yeah no. no it was uh really messed up but they go the 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 concept of the night sisters goes way back and then you know getting um oh clone wars villain night sister who redeems herself oh help me nate uh ventress yeah yeah, ma- yeah making her a night a night sister she's, uh count dooku's apprentice yeah right? yeah, but yeah, she's, yeah she's like a a, a night sister in exile what a what a feloni masterstroke and i love how he yeah. he pulls those threads from um you know the stuff that isn't canon anymore and 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 the and the tropes that we're very familiar with like like um you know the the training sequence in episode three you know, with the, you know, I can't even see how am I supposed to fight? And then right. minutes later running yep. into the gun. Well, like all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. And yeah. I, I know that, that that's something that, that, the, um, the, the wonderful and friendly people who talk about star Wars online, uh, yeah. <laughs> get upset about is like, why do we have to go to Tatooine again? And they did this and that was in another movie. And, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and it's, it's like, no, that's, it's, uh, and I'm not going to do the it rhymes thing. I know everyone thinks I leaves that, but but um, but it's I don't know. To me, that's not lazy. That is that is like that is grounding people in, in the universe yeah. and the experience. And so so things that are that are um, you know familiar callbacks. It just makes I, I I don't know. I don't see those things as cop out. I always I sure. love those moments. Not yeah. as just like fan bait, but more as you know, these people are living in the same time through the same experiences and they're going to, re- they're going to repeat certain things. I just, I love that stuff. Yeah. No. Um, so, so my introduction to the night sisters was through Jedi fallen order. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. And, uh, and that was a really great, I mean, like, cause I, again, I didn't watch clone wars. Um, and before I, um, when I was playing fallen order, I hadn't watched rebels yet. So, I had no backstory for the 
um, for the Night Sisters at all. So that was really cool just through that experience to learn about them. And then again, when when Rebels came in and then now this, it's just like it's it's really exciting. Yeah, just to explore this part in live action and have it not that it wasn't part of canon before, but have it be more part of, you know, part of it, it's now it's here. Now it's more realized than 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 anime or a video game reference, you know. One more like creepy. <laughs> I was just going to go. Night, nightmare go fuel detail that I love about the Night Sisters is in the, there's the episode in the Clone Wars where um are you going to talk about darth maul because that's what i was about well, to say no, go, i'm gonna let go, you go, take, go. i'm gonna i'm gonna let you take darth maul just the fact okay. that when a night sister dies or like dies in battle mm-hmm. they don't bury them they they put them in a sack and then tie the sack to a tree and just let it hang down like rotting witch fruit it is just like the. <laughs> almost, like, i don't know i uh no you see those uh, in the first uh, more, more night sisters content please uh, yeah right <laughs> so you know, mike mike hook said so i guess let me dovetail with that so you actually see those sacks in the first fallen order game right when you go to dathomir to get like the double bladed saber yeah there's a whole area that has those things hanging from the trees they don't really explain it very well yeah. but yeah yeah um but then back to the rebels thing so if you guys i know it's a big ask to go back and watch rebels although you totally should <laughs> instead of like another watch of supernatural right, right. I'm, um, I'm actually ready to go through and watch all this yeah. <laughs> like, when okay. you're done with vox machina oh wait yeah. no mighty nine because you're you're on mighty nine. yeah <laughs> yeah um the, the other, like, one of my favorite episodes or one of the things you should really watch, there's a, a quick, I think it's two or three episode arc where Darth Maul basically comes back into the fold and eventually meets up with his brother and makes his way back to Dathomir and the Night Sister, like the queen, or not the queen, the, the leader, the head Night Sister, basically uh, give him special Lieutenant Dan legs <laughs> yeah, right. uh, out of a bunch of mechanical parts. You got and it's a legs. really, <laughs> yeah, it's a really great sequence um, because before that he's basically like a drider from D and D, which is like spider body humanoid right. torso yeah, mm-hmm. um, with mechanized legs, which is also super cool. So yeah, yeah there's, it's totally worth the watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to see that reveal. I, I really wanted more of the green, like, Give me some more green magic smoke instead <laughs> right. of just like a fi- like a bic lighter, yeah, <laughs> colored in post. So, um, so and I'll, by I, the way, just again, I love the fact that she's she's not just like evil dark side witch. Yeah, she's also like this like head of a corporation, right? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she builds ships. Yeah. yeah. Builds oh, she's ships. a yeah. <laughs> she's a warmonger and yeah, a war profiteer. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's, I mean, let's dig into this. Um, and I, I mean, I don't have anything to say overall that hasn't already been said. So, um, but I, like one thing that grabbed me right off the bat was we got Star Wars crawl again. Mm-hmm. We got a crawl yes. in front of this. I was just was like, good too. oh my goodness. Like this is, like, it, again, it sort of felt, Aww. yeah, it felt kind of, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm back home. <laughs> yeah um, not only just the crawl crawl into giant ship right moment yeah. no you know, like, yeah, yeah exactly so, so um i thought that was cool yeah and then um uh just really quick about the about the casting too um i just i love mary elizabeth wanstead i think i think she's knocking harrison doula out of the park yeah um, she does a great job yeah 
Um, I need to see more of her though. Cause she's huge in Rebels. Right. I mean, she's a main character. Yeah. And so, but I have a feeling that it, her, it, it'll, it'll sort of blossom into more. Um, yeah. So um, I love that. I love that Sabine is living in Ezra's old tower. <laughs> um, and uh, I know it's probably been too long. I know it's probably a different cat, right? That she's taking care of now. We, or is, we don't know how long well, cats live. Right. Yeah. Do we? <laughs> yeah okay. True. So because <laughs> I haven't watched, I just saw this as poor cat. Right. I want a poor cat. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about poor. Yeah. <laughs> Loath cats are far superior. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, be that as it may, I need one. Yes, yeah. Do. So does Addie. She did the same oh, noise, man. like the squee when she right. saw it. Yeah, uh, um, it was. They did a great job cutting back and forth between the animatronic and the the digital version to it. The live action right. one was really great. Yeah. Um, Sorry, stupid. I still love you. No, right. <laughs> yeah, my cat's asleep right behind me right now. Yeah, she, luckily she can't hear. Um, no, uh, and uh, and just the opening sequence of Ahsoka getting the uh, the little relic, the little the map. yeah, the little map yeah. relic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I love the- total indie vibes. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. <laughs> on the staff of raw. Like, right. Yeah. I want the sack. Yeah, like weighing the sack to the thing. Right. It did give a little fifth element vibes. Too, oh, absolutely. The oh, yeah, yeah. The piece coming out of the middle. Yeah. yeah. Although, but the the moment her entrance into the chamber was. Oh legit. man, no! Like, doing the turns with the, the sabers, sabers and everything. And cut, yeah. Force cut her way through the bottom. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, and I don't know, I don't know that we need to go sort of scene by scene here, but like what, what st- stuck with you guys in the first episode? I think some of, uh, I mean, um, Rosario's choices and how she is performing Ahsoka. And I know there's been some feedback online about everybody being too stoic in the show, but if you think about, um, you know, poster child for PTSD, Oh you yeah, know, the, the things that this character has lived through. You know her, her, her mentor. You know an older brother. You know what what happened to Anakin, and she had a. You know she was right there, and yet she missed it all. Like in in, in rewatching the end of Clone Wars, you get that sense where, yeah. where it's like it's still it, it catches her by surprise. His his fall, yeah, from grace. It's so tragic. Um, not to mention the entire army that she has bonded with, you know, turn, turning on her during Order 66. Right. Yeah, she barely literally. makes it out of there. Too, yeah, right? barely, yeah. barely survives that and has to kill a bunch of her, you know, the, the people who were her friends, you know, 60 seconds ago. So um, so that that would be enough to, to mess anybody up. And then um, after Clone Wars, like everything that she goes through in, in Rebels and, you know, and facing off, there's a really amazing episode where she, she, um, she duels Darth Vader and, you know, confronts him on who he actually is and is almost about to be killed by him. But then she gets pulled into something called the world between worlds, which you're going to learn a lot about next week because that's right. Yeah. That's four wrapped up. Um, so I'm sorry, getting back to episode when I got off track. That's Rosario's okay. choices, and and I mean, I just I when I'm looking at that, um, and this is why I want to talk to people who didn't see Rebels. Like I I can't look at her performance and not think about you know all the horrible things that she's been through. Oh, the Jedi Order turning their backs on her, thinking that she 
she uh, was a terrorist and, you know, expelling her from the order and not believing her. All these things, you know, that she's lived through. Um, and so I... And she hasn't let go of those notes in the performances in the subsequent episodes. Yeah. And I, I have to wonder what, where she ends up in episode four. I'm sorry, I'm jumping that far ahead. That's okay. No, please. No, let, I, we can keep this as open. Is like, this is this the moment where, where Ahsoka gets her, her mojo back, you know, from, yeah. from fucking Anakin of all people, right? The way it was supposed right. to be. And so um, yeah. so I, I cannot wait to see where this goes next. Um, I knew... I think it's going to be from from this episode forward, and and I could be proven wrong. I think it's going to be a different Ahsoka. I think like yeah, this, this is where her character turns a corner, um, and and decides whether she's a Jedi or not, or, or you know all these other things that have kind of been the gray area for her. Yeah, so I I really I really like her um, that kind of strong, silent stoicness. Like she's not going to show her emotion, but you know it's all in there. Um, and I know it doesn't make for them like the most dynamic performance, but it makes perfect sense uh, if you know her backstory. Yeah. Well, she's going to play her card when she's ready. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And, and what I love too is, and I've, I've watched a lot of the breakdowns of the episodes here and there. And what I love is that they're, they're shot for shotting some of the older samurai films mm-hmm. with, with this, like they're, and that the whole training sequence with, um, with her and Sabine in the ship. Yeah. You know what? Like, we don't need to go episode by episode. Let's just talk about what comes up here. Uh, cause I have, an- <laughs> cause I have another question directly after this, that is going to be in the last episode, but just the training sequence first with, um, uh, Hyung, is that his name? David Tennant. Right. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I love it. No, but then uh but then doing the old the, the old blast shield training, but then yeah, just walking around her and just the slight tap on the shoulder, just you know, like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I love that. Like the Miyagi kind Absolutely. of just yeah. yeah. And and I just love the fact that we haven't seen Jedi training like this yet. Like we're getting this now, and I just thought that was really cool. Um and even uh oh. That's, Even that's, he, that's so spot on, Andy. That yeah. was my. Uh, I don't want to relitigate the prequels, but <laughs> yeah. that was in in all the bonus content around the pre- prequels, the novelizations, the comics. Like those those moments of training, like it's the stuff I really wish um, we could have seen a bit more of. And, right. Um, and and so it's really great to see this kind of you know brought to life in in Ahsoka. Yeah, and well, and and. Um... And he says it too. He's like, you come from an unconventional line of Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I thought that just hit the nail on the head so well. Of like, this is why we're getting this cool training sequence. Like, this is why the this is the way that they that they're approaching this, and we're we're not gonna see it like we've seen it before, which I just thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, so, but to, but to your point, in literally the last few frames of Ahsoka that we've all seen right now. Mm-hmm. That's not a force ghost, is it? No. No. <laughs> no. Nate, do you want to take a stab at explaining the world between worlds? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, okay. So basically it's a way to connect every Star Wars anything ever to each other across space and time. Okay. Every every Star Wars thing that's ever happened exists 
and you can access pretty much anything anytime in this nexus called the world between worlds there's these bridges and portals and and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um so this is star wars cosmic treadmill sure yeah sort of I mean, although <laughs> said it's not it's not like a time travel type device um you can't like go back in time and 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 change things or okay. and, and donate you can't go forward in time and erase the last jedi i'm sorry um, <laughs> it's it's i'm just saying you can retcon the last jedi with this thing, yeah which I'm please don't no and i think <laughs> they didn't they use it in one of those cute little lego star wars holiday things like i um maybe i'm wrong anyway but it's yeah it's a way to it's a portal into other moments in in time okay and um and that's probably how they're gonna explain um the the appearance of Anakin in Rebels, uh, uh, Ezra discovers um, in a Jedi temple. He discovers a portal to the world between worlds. It's there that he sees that Ahsoka is about to be struck down by Darth Vader, and he pulls her out of that moment, effectively rescuing her. So from the um, past, right? From the because that was yeah. He escapes that moment yeah. because Ahsoka like force pushes him out of the way of a you know, falling temple where she's fighting Vader. Yeah. And then he never sees that moment at that point in time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then sees it further along in the series. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, so, it's, a, it, it's put in the wrong hands. Like a device like this could really mess up a, <laughs> could right. mess up a story. Um, but I, I think Filoni has rules um, yeah. about, yep. you know, about how he, how he's going to use this and what it can and can't do. Well, as somebody who has not seen Rebels and has no idea what this was, I obviously I'm like they're not going to kill Ahsoka in Episode Four, so you know she's going into this thing, and then once Anakin says "Hey, Snips," start just fucking crying because I've seen enough of Clone Wars to know that, and I was like Anakin, and then when I saw him. Big crocodile tears. <laughs> like, yeah, Addy so... flipped out twice in that that scene. Like the first one was well, three times when Ahsoka got cliff tossed by Balin's, you know, uppercut. Right. Uh, when she woke up and like the little ripples around her montrails or whatever. Yeah. Addy's like, "Wait, is that?" <laughs> and then she stands up and she's like, "Ah, I fucking called it." And then the moment where she turns around, obviously that was the, the third right. One, so. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. Um, what a moment there where she says Anakin and you see that mm -hmm. joy come back to her that, that, that everything has been pushed down in, in her performance up until and even then she only lets it crack through for a minute but when she says Anakin yeah. and she kind of moves towards him like it's like that's what I meant like we're, it's going to be a different it's like playing a different character from here forward I think I think yeah, yeah. Um, well she evolves at the end of the episode too when yeah. she thinks that Sabine is killed yeah. she you know force lifts Shin and throws her into the thing and then goes crazy and mm -hmm. then you know balin responds in kind but yeah that you're right a yeah. complete evolution through, through that episode i knew hayden christensen was in the show because it was yeah. it was right. announced as part of the cast a long time ago and there was that trailer right. with his voiceover um and and even when she started to wake up i in, in the back of my mind, I'm like oh this is a good moment for for anakin to show up even knowing all that stuff is still the yeah. way it was going caught me by surprise. Like it was still thrilling, even though I knew it was it was going to happen. I cannot wait till next week. Right. Well, and yeah, I thought right. <laughs> when I heard Hayden Christensen was going to be part of the series, I thought it was going to be like they did in um, uh, Obi Wan. Like Obi -Wan I thought it was going to be like flashback, that. right? Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and I was I mean like and I would be okay with it too because I I really loved uh, what Hayden did in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I I thought that was oh, really yeah. good. Um, and um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I like it took me by complete surprise. Like, hey, that's Anakin, and he's not all sparkly glowy. <laughs> like <laughs> like he's there. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> and he's old school. Good Anakin, kind of good Anakin, hopefully. Oh no, they played yeah. Vader's theme, and he's got Vader's lightsaber. I know, right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what what moment in time he was pulled out of. It'll it'll be very interesting. Yeah. Um, give me give me ten minutes of good Anakin. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I know there's you know all those all those stories that that didn't happen. Um, but the uh, here's here's what's interesting about um about this show for me or the thing that when I, when I line it up with all the other star Wars stories. So like every single star Wars movie animated series, Disney plus series, it, it always comes back to a family, you know, Ray yeah. doesn't have a family and that's what's driving her. You know, Luke, Luke is an, is an orphan, you know, a couple, you know, minutes into episode four, right. And then it's yeah. his, search for his father that drives him. Um, even you know, Book of Boba Fett with its flaws, you know, here's a guy whose only family was murdered right in front of him and right. he spent his life as a loner and then learns to be uh, part of a tribe with the Sam people. And then he wants to, you know, turn, you know, Mos Espa into his family or whatever. So it's always like this, these people who want to um, remake their family, be part of a family, find their family. Rebels, the show is about a family. Yeah, you know, Hera is like space mom, and 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 Kanan is space dad, and they're they're driving around the you know the galaxy and, and the ghost, and they they are a family, and it's it's the first time we see um, an intact family in Star Wars. Now, at the end, at the end of Rebels, they they all go their separate ways, but what's different about Ahsoka is all those people know what it's like to be a part of a family and they want to bring it back together again, which is exactly what the audience wants. Right. So it's, it's, I, I, um, I don't know. I, 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 I'd be shocked if they didn't, if they didn't hit the landing on this one or hit the ending yeah. on that one, because I think that's what makes, um, I think that's what makes this show special. And um, I think that's something that, that Filoni definitely understands. Look at all the family themes and even the Mandalorian, of course, um so i but this is a twist it's a different twist on this because these people are part of the family but they're just yeah. they've all been scattered to to different areas so we'll we'll see how how it goes but i think that's like um that's the uh this is one of the more emotional pieces of star wars media in a long time and right and I was trying to like articulate what the emotion under all of it is and i think that's what it is i think it's a family that wants to get back together yeah. And it's driving, driving all of them. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's let's talk about the villains right now. Um, let's talk about Balin and Shin. Uh, Balin is the best. I'm so making that armor. Yeah. <laughs> after, especially after we got a full look at what his, like, full fit is today. Oh, sure. The episode on yeah. four. God damn, it's um, so good. <laughs> I, I, well, I love that they're not like they're they're essentially merc mercenaries for hire here. Like they're not outright mm -hmm. 
like evil, right? You got you're you're slightly distinguishing them as bad with the orange lightsabers, right? <laughs> you know, and not the full on yeah. red lightsabers. Um, Previous Jedi, as opposed mm-hmm. to Sith. right, yeah. And then, um, but then I I, I love the the one line when um, uh, Morgan is talking to Balin and says you should eliminate Ahsoka. And he says, there are so few Jedi left. Right. Like, it's like, you know, and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's great. (laughs) Um, His Padawan has the nice little braid Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. Anakin had. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. (laughs) It's the Padawan braid. She, I think she's more on the evil track than he is. Seems like it. He has honor. You know, he's Mm -hmm. like, I give you my word. I won't mm-hmm. have any, you know, Anakin spoke highly of you and they have all of that. And he doesn't want to fight Ahsoka. Yeah. He, he really doesn't. And he just has to, like, he says it in that final ep- in episode four, when she lights her saber, he's like inevitable, you know, yeah. and it didn't have to be this way right before he cliffs her. Um, and then when he spares Sabine and, uh, and Shin force chokes her from behind, like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, knock it, release her. I gave her my word kind of thing. Mm-hmm. God, I mean, fascinating character yeah fascinating and damn it if of course now like my favorite star wars villain and unfortunately we no longer have ray stevenson i know yeah you know what a heartbreak yeah um uh how do you guys feel about very beloved among the the cast um i did because of my because of my sister-in-law, I didn't have one opportunity. I didn't know I wasn't on set, but like last time with Boba Fett, but I did get to spend some time with the cast. Um, and this was after Ray had passed and just, you know, hearing the things that they they said about him, like the, the guy just made an impact and was like, you know, a blast to be around. And it's just, a, you know, it's such a, they're, 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 my sense was that they're heartbroken. You know, yeah. they love the guy. Yeah. 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 Um, oh man, I had a thought and I completely lost it. Um, oh, okay. No, no, no. Uh, so, in in terms of this, I mean, essentially being the continuation of Rebels, and we did get to see Zeb in the last season of Mandalorian, right? Don't you think it would have been natural for him to show up when? Hera came with the the X wings and and um, yeah. Don't you think he should have been there? He's part of the hundred percent. Yeah, he's right. Part of that yeah. squadron. So yeah, has some explaining to do. I I don't know. It, it was. I bet you it's money. Yeah, yeah. probably. I think it was money for the CG. Yeah. yeah, but still. <laughs> or he's going to show up. Or he's going to show up later. I I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, I I I'm scared that he might be like a a final episode afterthought. Cameo. Uh, I really hope. Well, my worry is that he's going to be like a sacrificial story point, which would really suck because he's such a great character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So I thought, and then where do you guys stand on uh, Sabine Jedi training? Uh, aside, aside, so, aside from how cool the training sequence was. Just that yeah. part of it. Yeah. So uh, she's not Jedi training in my opinion. Well, so let me back up. Okay. Uh, uh, Ahsoka is using Jedi training techniques to help her become 
something greater than what she is, which is just her Mandalorian, you know, punk rock. Stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do. I, I like the democratization of the force and the way they've done that in the show so far, yeah. where it's like everyone can use the force. You just have to either have the talent or the discipline or mm. the ability to use it. Um, I, I loved how the the Star Wars neck breathers. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Scott, not to, I'm going to put a little finer point on your very nice commentary earlier. Um, just freaked out about that. Like, oh, my God, she's going to hear you for Come on, guys. It's really, you know, they know what they're doing. Like, mm -hmm. if, if you can trust anyone with a Star Wars story, it's Dave Filoni. Right. <laughs> for the love of God, just put some faith in the man. Yeah. And let it run. But they um, put women in it. She's <laughs> right. <laughs> you mean the star isn't a white man? I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so well, uh, not I love our woke. <laughs> i'm sorry these fucking people yeah. i know don't get me started oh my god if i, I really hope they protested barbie as hard like right. go woke, go broke oh where did you pass a billion like a month ago Fuck I, I, mean, <laughs> I just i will never understand and we don't have to spend a lot of time here but um yeah. if you see something and you don't like it just like get on with your life don't make right. it your whole personality yeah, you, know, like, you can turn it off. Right. Yeah, that's the yeah. good thing about television. The, the you can is turn people it are off. incentivized to make right. these angry YouTube videos and and we get ad revenue from them, and it's a right. formula that works. And here we are, but good God, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cool thing I, about I, straddle... is I can just pretend shit doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I kind of straddle that line too, where it's like. Uh, don't yuck other people's yum, but mm -hmm. be critical of your fandoms. Sure. Like blind faith and blind following isn't, you're not being a good fan at that point. Yeah. Like, I love everything about this. So I will defend it till my dying breath. Like that's yeah. not, that's not the same thing as, you know, just be critical about it, but enjoy it and love it and let other people love their own shit. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so back to what was I saying? Sabine Jedi training. Right. Yeah. Uh, I love the scene with Hu Yang and the like digital sabers that analyze the cuts, like the angles of the strikes right. and all that. That was fantastic. Oh, excuse me. I loved uh, his beatdown of the assassin droid. Oh in yeah, the beginning that of was episode great. four. Yeah. I was uh, I was almost expecting him to bust out a lightsaber. Like, why doesn't this man have his own saber? Right. <laughs> Especially with Ahsoka's collection on the ship. Um, or at least give him a wooden stick or something, but he even had his little extra arms coming off his back and beating mm -hmm. up the assassin droid, which was great. Yeah. Um, but in general, I don't think Ahsoka is training her to be a Jedi because I don't think she can be one. Um, I think she's training her to have the discipline and the open mindedness and the awareness of a Jedi using the Jedi training techniques. And that's going to create something that's greater than the sum of her parts because sure. being a mandalorian she's already a badass as it is right mm -hmm. but you know mandalorian with like not being a hothead and jedi like patience and determination and that kind of thing that's your better fucking watch out right kind yep. of moments yeah. There. yeah so no my that's my two cents on no my favorite so i ahead, i have a question yeah <laughs> at the end of this i like because yes. i have i have no concept of the storyline i'm just like so did she is she grabbing the map and going to the dark side or is she grabbing the map to did they plan that and she's going to she wants be her, a, she wants her be a inside she wants ezra. yeah now, all she, she misses ezra she misses yeah. ezra, ezra that's, that's her okay yeah yeah she feels 
she feels responsible for his sacrifice and she she it, this her drive that's her five. guiding star that's yeah her, her, yeah the, there's nothing yeah. like if okay. you like the 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 thing that fuels her character is she wants to go get Ezra. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite meme to come out of the Sabine training is uh, her with the hands in the coffee cup saying, uh, doing what we all did after we saw episode mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I told Addie that. I don't know how long I spent as a kid trying to move things with my mind. Right. right. She looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I know we saw their their silhouettes in Mandalorian, but I love the upfront with the Purgles, with the space whales. Yes. I just I just yes. thought that was very very cool. Um, yeah, they weren't as Technicolor as I thought they'd be, but they were super lifelike. I loved it. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought that point. Um, let's let's talk because I, I know there have been a lot of crazy theories around who Maroc was. The uh, the sort of the Inquisitor for you, the Inquisitor. Well, so I I guess it's in, essentially kind of been put to rest because of what happened to him in the last episode, or eh, kind of. So all right, so well, everybody started losing their shit because he's voiced by Sam Witwer, right? And and Sam Witwer was uh, Star Killer in the um, the Force Unleashed video games, but then he was also Darth Maul in uh in rebels and everything but then uh so like i loved uh, i i was hoping i was kind of hoping that it was star killer that that that's who that was um but uh, nate what's your what's your crazy theory there yeah well not so crazy i think it kind of proves it what happened in episode four but i love the i love the the star killer thing with the exception that like star killer is so insanely powerful like can pull star destroyers out of the sky that it was like based on that i don't think they'd be able to tone that down um so uh my my bet was going to be on like reanimated uh kanan um using like the corpse of kanan to kind of channel the oh, night sister especially cool. once the night sister was brought into it and confirmed right it's like holy shit okay so that that's i mean we don't know this for sure but wouldn't that be cool if that was him and then that was because of this and yeah because they can they do that because they can reanimate just, just scoop yeah. up kanan's ashes we never saw the body yeah. and something <laughs> might have survived yeah. you know you never know yeah. um but we know you know they if she could grab you know, force uh, ghosts or whatever. Anyway, long story short, that was Addy and, and I both had that idea. Like, oh my God, wouldn't that be a like a mind bender if it ended up being him? Yeah. Here's why I don't um, think that's uh, I don't think that's the case because yeah, no, I agree. Not yeah. Spoken of Kane and they they practically cropped him out of the shot of the mural. Right. So yeah. if you're if you're coming into this, um, and they have designed the show so you can come into it without having seen Rebels, the fact that they he's just has not been talked about at all. Um, all to be interesting to see with uh, his son, um, yeah. if if that changes later on. But but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. so animated witch zombie Jedi zombie basically, right? With the green, yeah, with the green stuff, yeah, the green stuff sort of, yeah, yeah, shooting out. Yeah. That her kill move <laughs> was one right. of the coolest things I've ever seen. One of the coolest kills I've ever seen in Star Wars. That is very Obi Wan Kenobi, Darth Maul, yes. like single stroke it was right great yeah yeah like he just went to town she was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) i i just i thought that was just the 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 coolest thing and then even yeah and even sabine sort of getting her mojo back against shin too 
with mm-hmm. her little wrist rocket <laughs> fire. Oh, the, you have no power moment yeah, with yeah. the wrist rocket. <laughs> pew. I have that specifically noted here. Shin versus Sabine. You have no power. Dash. Pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Shin pulls the Batman disappear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh man, um, Scott, I know you. You got to get going. Um, what are your what are, What are the final thoughts uh, on Ahsoka so far? Uh, I mean, like, like I, I know you told it's kind of told us where you're hoping it goes and everything, but mm-hmm. like, like if there's like sort of a, a quick sort of elevator pitch of like anything else you're looking forward to here, aside from getting Anakin next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, getting a, an Anakin episode or whatever we get from yeah. him next week. Uh, well, um, I think it's going to kick off, and I think it's it's designed to kick off the next the next onslaught of Star Wars stories that happened in this in this era. Yeah, um, there's no way they're you know I mean shit's going to go down when when Thrawn returns and he will return. Um, and, and we'll be plunged into another galactic conflict, um, that will some 20 years later will somehow lead into the, the force awakens, I I suppose. But me, um, but I, but I, I, I'm not, I'm I'm expecting a hell of a cliffhanger, um, or like almost like an empire strikes back kind of, um, like melancholic ending, like maybe everybody's safe, but now shit's about to go down. Yeah. And, And I, I, I think that's probably where this is headed. I think um, uh, again, I think it's it's really smart to make this about a, a family that wants to come together again because I, I think that is going to be paid off. I don't think it's, it's yeah. very Lucas like and Unfiloni like to like rip the 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 carpet. Now JJ Abrams might do that, but started on Rain Johnson. But no, I think uh, I, I think that's that's going to be the emotional payoff is is yeah. these, these people finding each other again, um, and so it's just hitting hitting all the right notes for me. There's just this is it's top tier Star Wars. Yeah, um, like all Star Wars, none of it's perfect. Even uh, you know, right. Empire Strikes Back has its moments that aren't perfect, but it's you know I'm I'm here for the ride, and and um, I I think it's really I don't know it's leading me to somewhere exciting. I don't want to predict the end. Actually, I want yeah. to be surprised by it. Yeah, no. I, I love hear when you. Star Wars catches me off guard and surprises me. You know, right? I'll get back and we'll do a whole Last Jedi discussion. Yeah, that scene <laughs> where Snoke gets cut in half. I'm like, Phew, didn't see that coming. Cool. Right. Like, I love when when they when they shake things. He up didn't. Like so yeah, he's, he certainly didn't. So yeah. the um, the um, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of I'm all over the place with this, <laughs> but but yeah, I think there's going to be an emotional payoff, and then I think it's going to set up. Um, whatever is, is in the works. Uh, there's probably media like in in production right now we don't know about. The Skeleton Crew shows coming up. We, That's we right. Know very little about that other than Jude Law is in it. That's all I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, when uh, when Ahsoka does finish up, we'd love to have you back on to get your thoughts as the on the series as a whole. Um, and uh, yeah, man, no, that would be great just to get your input on it. Yeah, so I would, I would definitely do. This. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, guys, uh, Joe, Nate, any other final thoughts on Ahsoka before we let uh, Scott out to do dadly duties? Go ahead, Joe. I got a ton, so I'm not going to keep him with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, we lost you. You're muted. Joseph. Are you muted? 
Shoot. Oh, there you go. There shoot. Yeah. There. Uh, just one. Um, so technically, as far as the timeline goes, General Hux is alive <laughs> somewhere um, in the universe. He's a, I think so he's a we boy. could. Beginning? Baby or not even we born yet? I think. No, his his father his father was in that a scene in the right. last season of Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the and, Shadow Council. So I think right. that at this point right. he is a uh, he is he is a young boy. We we might have boy. a teenage. No, because <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, that, just... that would put him almost. If he was teenage, he'd be like, what, 35, 40 during Force Awakens? And I think he's younger than that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. He just strikes me as like a like 24-year-old tech bro. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. like a baby. I, he's a baby yeah. fascist. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. I'm just asking if I'm going to see some hucks at some point. No, future. you're not going to see any fucking ginger bullshit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Keep us out of your fanfic, Justice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, yeah. So final final thoughts. Like uh, some of the the pulls on your call, Phoenix leader. When Hera's, you know, oh yeah, bugging against the, the everybody else. Just some of those little little quotes, little quotes. Yeah, using just... using fulcrum still Fantastic. in in mm-hmm. back yeah, and forth. Fulcrum I love great. that they're doing that. Um, yeah. yeah I, again, it, Fantastic. Yeah, Filoni's writing it, and he's directing the next episode as well. So yeah. Oh, Scott. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, if you can just communicate to your sister-in-law just how awesome uh, episodes two and three are. <laughs> oh my God. And just incredible. Right. So like, uh, uh, she doesn't do this, but I do. But I like, I, you know, after a couple of days, I, I just, I went on Twitter and I searched Steph Green Ahsoka. Yeah. And um, to, to, to see like the whole like Star Wars community, like, like, be for something like right and not, yeah. not tear it down was and then, and then have that be someone in my family was just insane like some of the um i screenshotted so many comments but like <laughs> you know more than a few people are just like get her a feature film right like, yeah just, like, there's, there's this whole like um they're like and even like you know people who didn't who didn't care for Book of Boba Fett? They're like, she did the best episode of that and the best yeah. episode yeah. of Watchmen, and now she's done. I give her a feature film. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's so amazing. So I'll, I'll, you know, I, I text her some of this stuff and just like, look at, look, these people love you. It's, it's really cool. I will definitely pass on the love. Um, and uh, and again, like like I said with Book Book of Boba Fett, I wasn't, you know, I. Um, you know, I, I got to meet some of the people involved in the show through through Steph, and and these are the people you want working on your on your favorite yeah. story. I, they, they all of them um, love it. They care about it. They're having the, the best time at work they've ever had. They 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 look after each other. Um, that is my my impression of you know the, the short time I've spent with all of them. But um, it is uh, it is. It's it's everything I hoped that working on a Star Wars project would be. Yeah. You know, and so this little tiny window I have in, into that world is kind of reaffirming um, all those all those hopes and dreams. So it's uh, I think we're I think we're in good hands. I know we're in good hands, yeah. but I will I will pass on the comments. Steph. Well said, Scott. Yeah, yeah, please. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, Scott, thanks so much for hanging out with us and talking uh, Star Wars, man. I always love. Uh, uh, getting your input here 
And uh, yeah, man, when uh, when Ahsoka finishes up, we'll definitely have you back on uh, to talk some more. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, dude, thanks again, man. Um, we'll let you go. Do your dad stuff, and uh, we'll talk okay. soon. <laughs> All right. May the force. Thanks again, Scott. All of you. Yeah. At the same time. In equal- and also with you. Yes. And all- <laughs> at the same time, watch Rebels. You damn heathens. Right. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Take care, Scott. Good night. Um, is there one? Is there a thing I need to do? Or like, I don't, like no. I just I, leave the studio, I, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think exactly. you're. I think you're good. I yeah, like I think delete the browser window and blow everything up. No, yeah, yeah I, you can just hit leave studio, and I think you're good. So. Okay. Yeah. We'll find out. Right. (laughs) Awesome, man. Take care, Scott. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And it blows up. No. All right. Um, right. That's always so great. I, I know. I, I just, I've like, he has a, he has a tiny window and we get like this little porthole yeah. like, through the <laughs> toilet paper too. Well, and, I, and it's, and it's funny too, yeah. because I just, I forget how much of a star Wars fan he is. I, I mean, yeah. I know in the back of my head how much of a star Wars fan he is, but I just forget. And he has just so much knowledge around the entire universe and now he has that little extra <laughs> just yeah, being right. so close to it now a little extra street cred right right uh which is incredible um so um do we have anything more to say on ahsoka before we move into segments or i do we think uh, um i just wanted to do call out a couple yeah. of quick moments uh just like one from each episode so um the well okay so episode one uh the intro to, to um Sabine. Yeah. And her on her speeder with her Lothcat helmet right. and the punk the music going. Like they need to get they need to show more of her as that punk Sabine because that's who she was in the Rebels and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like this this punk Mando artist <laughs> that tagged Imperial ships and shit. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh love that. And I love the fact that they brought back uh the voice of writer Azadi from Clone War or from the Rebels cart uh, animated series to play the governor, the act same actor Clancy Dan Brown, man. Clancy Brown <laughs> plays the governor in the first episode, which is yeah. great. Um, so obviously in episode two, we we kind of get the reveal that Elspeth is uh, kind of a night sister kind of person. Uh, but there's also that really great um thing about them checking up on the uh shipyards. Oh and yeah wanted to make sure that you know that stuff is on the up and up and then there's obviously a bunch of rebel or uh, empire uh sympathizers for the empire kind I of know, moment like what, what were they um, looking to do at that point <laughs> like, yeah just shut up i mean do it your makes, job sense. And it you makes keep sense the damn thing going like come on well they they you know they were the jig was all oh, right yeah <laughs> so right they had to kind of do that um uh let's see so the third one is when they yeah so they go to check out what's happening uh, on that planet and basically get bushwhacked and grounded right. uh, after the reveal of the eye of Zion, which is fucking insane. Oh yeah. Um, and then the episode four, it, like I can't say this enough. This is like a perfect star Wars for me. It literally yeah. across everything that's come out as far as star Wars TV goes, right. This might be the best episode of star Wars TV we've ever seen. Sure. I, I, like the music is insane. The, the combat, the pacing, the visual effects, I just, yeah, I can't get enough of it. Like the moment when Ahsoka and Sabine are fighting together outside of the ship, when they're like mixing powers up and Ahsoka is forced moving people in front of blasters. <laughs> right. Like, just fucking dope. But the fight between 
uh, Ahsoka and Balin is like one of my favorite things yeah. that I've seen in a long time because they're like long in the tooth fighters that are basically like one's a samurai, one's like a medieval knight almost right. with his style. <laughs> yeah. And they're like switching st- stances without even like attacking each other yet. Yeah. And um, I and I love absolutely am obsessed with Balin. Yeah. Like this character because he was a Jedi, lost his faith. Anakin spoke highly of you like all of the the lines that he's had so far have been just like he was crushed about the way things have gone and he blames ahsoka for right and the interesting thing like what scott was talking about how ahsoka is going to evolve moving forward i think he's right on and one of the things we didn't mention is that in between rebels and this Mm uh i guess i don't remember where i missed this but apparently uh sabine's family was killed in between these things so she still has like clan ren is still a thing yeah in at the end of rebels um but no not anymore right because apparently uh ahsoka might be partially responsible for that because of what happens like because of their split oh sure yeah so um i don't know if they're going to address that but we'll see yeah um anyway yeah we can we can move on. I'm obsessed. Okay. I watched it again today with Addy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode four is deserves a rewatch. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to segments. Um, yeah. and, uh, uh, Joe, let's, let's talk the horror corner. Let's All right. Uh, so horror corner, uh, we're getting, uh, we got a poster for Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I can't wait for this. And we are going to get a trailer tomorrow. <laughs> Best so subtitle ever. Oh. What was it like? There will be no, no leftovers. leftovers. Yeah. There's no leftovers. So yeah. So check the, I uh, can't wait for this. check the Robin Reguet, uh, social accounts. We will be reposting that trailer <laughs> Oh yeah, for <laughs> to sure. our heart's content for sure. Yeah. Cannot freaking wait. Yeah. And hopefully this will like you know we had uh we got machete now we're getting thanksgiving right yeah maybe we'll get don't that's right maybe we'll get werewolf woman of the ss yeah, yeah. maybe maybe <laughs> um but yeah that's something to look forward to yeah. uh i watched the pope's exorcist which you did too Andy. yes yeah so uh so this was fun so we did i didn't i no clue about this movie whatsoever, right? Didn't we talk about this in the last one. No, right? we didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't. I oh, just the chat. We yeah, just the chat. the chat. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, my uh, we were watching it on the weekends, and on the weekends we partake in the rum, of course. And so, uh, we watched because we're getting older. We're watching everything with subtitles on now, just so we don't miss anything, right? <laughs> and so anyway. Right. Uh, we do too. Right. Yeah. So uh, I noticed after the first 10 minutes of the movie that ominous music playing comes up quite a bit. So we decided to make a little drinking game out of it. And anytime ominous music playing came up, we took a drink and uh, spoiler alert comes up quite a bit during the movie. (laughs) So we were nice and toasty. Uh, That that being said, I really like this movie. Like it was so good. Yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe, like playing the, <laughs> playing the sort of the exorcist, quirky yeah. exorcist dude. Like, like he reminded me of Padre. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I love him. <laughs> yeah, but no, like the guy who's been doing his job too long, you know, just like uh, like one day too long, and has like all of the little quips and everything that comes with it, but then gets thrown into like the worst possible situation. Um, 
ever. Uh, and and then you want that kind of guy, right? That has <laughs> done his job a lot. <laughs> Yeah, well, this, yeah, no, th- like, and I love that the when he gets to the house where the kid is and the, the other priest is there and they're, well, and he's having the conversation with the Pope anyway, that, of basically, like, these young kids haven't seen evil, like, they don't know what it is, yeah. they don't, you know, they've just heard the stories and they don't believe it, and they're never going to believe it until they actually see it, until they actually witness it, and, like, such a, just such a good sort of, like footprint of today, <laughs> you know, of like what's going on. Right. right. It's like, you know, you haven't seen this stuff. Like you don't know, like, and it's just, I just thought it was great. And yeah, just the, the back and forth between Russell Crowe and the young priest, I thought was great. Um, the fucking kid that gets possessed, man. Oh God, that kid. <laughs> Holy shit. Knocked it out of the park. Oh my God. He, he really killed it. Yeah. And, and also please, somebody put money in his therapy oh god this holy shit yeah yeah um yeah nate this is actually a decent watch if you want to if you want to take it on it's a it's a good there's there's humor there's humor yeah and <laughs> like yeah like it's not it's not gross and terrible yeah like it's how many this, side kittens like are we giving it how many side kittens this is a so- uh, like this is like a four or five side kitten maybe out of five no, no, or, no. Uh, we, I don't uh, like we do 10. a ten scale, yeah. Four side yeah. kittens out of ten. It wasn't that gory. Like, oh, oh, on the gore level, yeah. No, no, yeah. it's not gory at all. It, I mean, overall movie, like this is an eight and a half side kittens. Oh no, out this of 10. is eight. And a, yeah, like no, I'm saying gore. Level oh yeah, side, like side kittens. It's like four or five, but on the like the how good the movie is this is yeah no uh sure. uh mike edmondson gina's husband actually watched it and he can't just just gina's just husband. gina's husband yeah he can't <laughs> he can't stomach he can't stomach horror movies at all so mm-hmm. like that's that's your benchmark like if he can watch it and sit through it like you're gonna be fine okay. yeah thanks <laughs> no problem um uh the ending was a little kind of eh for me just because it was it was the typical like uh we're gonna try to make sequels out of this but it was so ham-fisted i was like I didn't... that was that's the only critique on this movie for me i was like yeah i didn't i will watch 118 <laughs> episodes of this movie right <laughs> but but oh, that was just the last little yeah, fist. right. Well, and I mean, and it, and it's like this could have been a prequel, uh, almost a prequel to Evil, the series in a way, like because oh, yeah. because what Evil does with the team that they're doing, they go out and mm-hmm. investigate these weird stories, right? These weird things, and I just, I it really gave me that sort of vibe it's like this could have been the prequel to evil and i know that this was i know that this movie was based off of a book of of a a A real of a priest yeah priest's book of exorcisms that he has witnessed and so i don't know like i again i was getting those vibes from evil as well so like i i was i wonder if evil took inspiration from the books from this book as well 
because like i said there were yeah there were Hmm. like again just sort of the beat of the investigation uh, you know trying to go out and see that if it's real or not and then but then seeing what they've all dealt with before anyway we can yeah and like it has similar to that and also like conjuring yeah exactly right yeah so yeah, uh, but no, I I love this movie. I thought it was great, and the uh, drinking oh, yeah. drinking game just sort of enhanced it. <laughs> and like, yeah, I will I will watch Russell Crowe be a, a weird old priest every day. Oh yeah, of the week. Oh, he was, totally he killed it. He yeah, totally killed it. Yeah. Um. um so next, I watched. Uh, I finally watched Spiral. The. It's not the last of Saw, but it was the, the Chris Rock Saw. Right. Yeah. How was that? It was good ish. <laughs> it was a movie. Right? It was yeah. A movie. If you if you like Saw, you will probably like this movie. Okay. <laughs> it's Riveting, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, well, the, what a rousing endorsement! I know the sell on this is. Uh, so, is, is he's I'm a, not selling. He's this not so good. Um, he's not so good. No, it, it's good if if you if you want to watch a saw movie with Chris Rock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a very small right. demographic. Yeah. I think Venn diagram is. Yeah. Not really overlapping at all. Oh man. Um. It's kind of it's basically the buddy cop version of Saw. Okay, all right. So, uh, cool. The, that actually sells it. No, that actually sells it much better right. for me. Yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> Nate, you should watch this. He's <laughs> getting too old for this. Well, shit. let's go. Um, but like, like Chris Rock was great. In it. Yeah. And um, his, I don't want to spoil it, but it, like his dad is amazing. Okay. Um. The the traps are okayish. Okay, like it, it's they they don't give enough time for the traps. It's oh, like, okay, that makes sense. I want to play. I want to play a game. Here's your game. Yeah, you have thirty seconds to f- do your game, and then you're done. It's like, wait, no, like, come on, you got to give them a little bit more time to figure out the trap. Yeah, before you kill them. <laughs> So like that, yeah. Okay. On that note, it's a good movie, but there's flaws too. Yeah. But uh, it's on Hulu. It's free if you have okay. Hulu. So I mean, and it's uh, like a an hour and fifty minutes. So okay, give it a watch. Uh, Chris Rock is actually a really awesome in it. So. All right. Okay. Uh, I give it a I give it a, a five to six on the ten scale. Okay. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Uh, anything else for the horror corner? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're good. From the whole month of August, <laughs> yeah. Joe, it's been lean. Well, I have a oh, lean well, month. So I'm sorry. I've been binge watching Critical Role for the last. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Forever. Is that your shirt? By the way, that You're is my shirt. Oh, nice. This is my Molly Mock shirt. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can I can segue. Uh, staying on Hulu oh, yeah. with uh, The Werewolf Within, uh, which is a really funny uh, sort of comedy horror movie. Um, and Jamie and I watched this sort of on a whim last weekend. It was really, really funny. 
Like it was well written. It's got um uh Sam Richardson who plays the uh um he played the the really rich um uh African guy in Ted Lasso um that was trying that was trying <laughs> right. to poach yeah, him for yeah, the league. Yeah. Uh 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 Miana uh Vontrub, the AT&T girl is also in yeah. it. Um Squirrel girl. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then uh um Harvey Guillen from what we do in the shadows, Guillermo, uh, is also nice. in it as well. And this is just it's a great movie. Like it's so much fun. Uh it's like it's, it's well written. The pace in it is really, really good. But it's your it's your basic uh new guy comes into a, a sort of a very small town and sort of exposes like the weird stuff that's happening in there and then it all goes to hell. Um, but it was a really, really, really fun watch. So this is like, this is again, Nate, this is like really like chill horror. <laughs> if you want to, it's more comedy than horror and it, yeah, and it, and good. it just really plays on the genre. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I would, I would highly recommend that one. Um, so with that, we can go into the R and R watch list. Uh, and I'll stay on Hulu for a little bit. Uh, Only Murders in the Building has started back up again. Uh, and um, I think all the episodes are out right now, but we're only uh, three or four episodes in. And it's really good so far. Paul Rudd plays a, a jerk sort of actor. And uh, he's fantastic. And then obviously Steve Martin, Martin Short, uh, fantastic in it so far. Um, yeah, you know, I can't believe I haven't watched this show, oh, considering what a huge fan man. of both of them <laughs> I am. Yeah, I need to. I need to. Go yeah, uh, both both the seasons, both the seasons one and two are really, really great. Um, this is season three that they're on right now, and it's just, hmm. it's fantastic. Um, uh, uh, what we do in the shadows is, uh, I think it's season four or season five right now, um, but it's. I think we're only halfway through it as well. And it's the, this season is fantastic so far. Like, I'm, I mean, some of the episodes have been like spit your drink out, laugh out loud, funny. So good. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, another movie that just came out on Hulu was uh, vacation friends Two. Uh, this is this, the sequel, the John Cena, little rel. Uh, they, um, a movie came out, I think two years ago where they meet up on a vacation and uh like cena and his wife are like crazy uh like crazy people but they end up becoming like the best of friends but they're like the worst friends to have in basically any situation so the second nice. the second movie came out they added steve buscemi on top of it and oh, and it's fantastic um so uh definitely look into that um i meant to mention this on our last podcast uh but I completely forgot because I was I was the uh, the lower decks uh, animated crossover just came out so I was <laughs> I was sort of blind by that but um uh CW Superman and Lois like had you told me that this season was going to end on a Superman doomsday fight on the moon to sound gardens, blow up the outside world. Are you fucking serious? Why would you spoil that? <laughs> you should have stopped me, man, while I was talking, but hot damn. Okay. I'm so far behind on that show. Doesn't okay. Matter. I'll forget by the time. I yeah, get. you will. But man, <laughs> spoilers. For people who haven't seen it. So crazy. So incredible. 
Um, that's awesome. Another show uh, that's on that you need to that you guys need to watch. Uh, Miracle Workers. They're doing their Mad Max end times <laughs> season, and it's fantastic. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. What is Miracle Workers? Uh, so it's an anthology series. It's Daniel Radcliffe, Steve Buscemi. It started where they were basically the angels uh, doing all of uh, all of like uh, you know performing all the miracles for everybody on on Earth. But now the they've done uh different obviously the anthology series so they've done uh different versions they did a medieval version they did last season was the organ trail uh and so this yeah this season is end times and it's basically the mad max version of miracle workers and it's fantastic like radcliffe and buscemi seem to be having like so much fun on this show it's 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 so good it's such a fun watch it's a half hour show and it's it's just great like it's so silly it's I can't say enough good things about it. Um, uh, that being said, let me move on to uh, Paramount Plus, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Uh, yes. Dude, this season two, so inc- fucking cliffhanger! My uh, god damn it! Yes, <laughs> yes. I was so pissed I was the end of the season. So I yeah I know doing your doing your classic Trek like end season. Oh man, so good. Uh, I love the musical episode. I love yeah, that the self-aware so much better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, and it's funny too, because like, and Buffy sort of like set the standard for that self-aware musical episode that you needed, that you kind of need to have. And when you're in Star Trek, like, I, I don't know that you can do just a straight up musical episode. You need it to be sort of self-aware, like, Hey, we're singing <laughs> in a, <laughs> you know, in, and I just thought it was done so well. Uh, I one small little tidbit, uh, Kay Hanley and Tom Pulse wrote all the music for it. They were from my favorite nineties alt band letters to Cleo. <laughs> so like, okay. yeah, like totally great little tidbit. Like, cause I saw her post on Instagram the next day. Like it was such an honor to write all the music. I'm like, Holy crap. You know, <laughs> like nineties alt Andy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Andy's brain just exploded. Right. Yeah. Moment. Um, and then dude, just like K-pop Klingons, like, come on. (laughs) So great. It was so good. Um, but so much fun. Um, (laughs) uh, let's move over to Peacock and this show surprised me so much, I guess, just because I had very low expectations for it, but Twisted Metal is a great, great show. Like, really? dude, Anthony Mackie, like, this is the best role that he's ever had. And he plays it so well. And, huh. okay, and, like, uh, Sweet Tooth, the clown from Twisted Metal, uh, physicalized by Samoa Joe, the wrestler, and nice. voiced by Will Arnett. And it oh, works so well. Like it's and then Thomas Hayden Church plays uh Agent Stone, the cop. Um, like dude, this it's such a great show. Like we we started watching it and we couldn't stop. Like everything else stopped. <laughs> and we had to we had to finish the show. And it's just like the they it comes to a head where they put the game in towards the end, and it's just it's like, dude, it's fantastic. So if you haven't watched it yet. 
uh, jump on the cock and watch it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Somebody grab that soundbite. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so uh, let's move over to the Netflix really quick. And uh, Fubar with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is a great series. I don't know if you guys have watched this yet. But no, dude, <laughs> it's actually how much time do you have to watch TV? Fucking hell. What? I was sick for almost a month and I didn't get to it's been, Arnold Schwarzenegger's series. Fubar. It's been what? It's been six weeks since we've talked. <laughs> oh, you guys can strap in, man. I'm going for the record here. Um, I mean, I made it through a whole series of Critical Role. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, this is this is a fun sort of spy thriller little comedy uh, show, and uh, Schwarzenegger's great in it. Supporting cast is is amazing. It's uh, it's a very good watch. Um, uh, Amazon Prime, Good Omens Two has has Good Omens has Two come and oh, gone, I man. Fucking forgot to watch. This that. is such a great. This is such a great season. Uh, Michael Sheen. Uh, it, it was it was good. I mean, I I thought Michael Sheen was on a great level. This it 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 was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. It broke my fucking heart. Yeah, right. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, the ending broke. No, I'm not gonna. I, I will not okay. say anything. That's all. I'm gonna yeah, say. but no, that that dude. But fantastic. The, yeah, the end credits were hard to watch. End credits were very hard to watch. That's all I'll say. Um, the last show, uh, and there's uh, it's still going on. There are two episodes left. But if you guys aren't watching Foundation on Apple Plus, you are missing some. Damn it, I want to watch. You were missing. It. I heard it was you were missing some yeah. of the best sci-fi that has ever been put on screen. That's all. Hmm. That's all I will say. Like. That's a- Big words. No, it is big words, but man, this is it's it's Isaac Asimov. It's, it's, it's Asimov, and it's done so well. Um, so please, <laughs> please, when you get a chance, watch Foundation. I would love to chat about this. Um, okay, yeah, I will. I will get on. Okay, I, I'm just Lee Pace as the uh, the Emperor. Oh fuck! That's all you have to say. Is Lee Pace is in it? <laughs> Sold. Sold. So all right. <laughs> so and this this isn't giving anything away, but he plays a uh, an emperor that clones himself over and over, just to stay in power. Like perfect. That didn't give anything away. No, it, no, it does. It doesn't <laughs> okay. because the dynasty's been. Oh yeah, never mind. I've heard. Of yeah, that. I've heard of that. right. Yeah, um, and it's just it's dude, it's incredible. It's so good, and this season is just. It, it's it's great. So I, I don't get just one Lee Pace. I get infinite. Yeah, Lee exactly. Pace. Right. You get little test tube baby Lee Paces that yeah, you can all the age groups are. Gone. Yeah, that you can activate <laughs> whenever you need. Um, Except. Uh, and that will end the watch list. <sighs> <laughs> Not so fast, <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> I got a couple more. Okay. To add to All that. right. Um, Thanks. So yeah, just to address the COVID in the room. Oh yeah. The reason uh, we have been gone for so long is I had the fucking COVID. Right. Nate got the rones. Like three fucking weeks. Yeah. And I still haven't recovered from it. This, these beers are actually the first beers I've had in over a month. Like it, it just ended up being dry August for right. because I was oh, sick man, the whole that time. Sucks. 
and i'm yeah i'm still not recovered my battery has been drained like irreparably i think at this point so we'll see what happens but anyway so that's why we haven't been around so sorry guys for the uh the gaps there and having to reschedule and thank you all for being very accommodating and all that yeah especially for the last minute shit it's been it's been a rough month um anyway so all that being said uh after the initial horrible week thank god i had some of that um Paxlovid that really helped with the uh, symptoms. Yeah, uh, I was able to actually watch some TV instead of just sleep all day and <laughs> feel like I was dying. A um, bunch of stuff that I watched uh, streaming wise, so I caught up on all of Lower Decks. Nice. Uh, I then obviously caught up on all of the. Uh, I think I was a season, whole season behind on Strange New Worlds. Okay. So yeah, did Lower Decks first and then did the Strange New Worlds, which is amazing. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm watching The Lioness right now. Okay. With, um, shit, it's not Tanny Newton. It's uh, who's the actress that plays Gamora? Fucking. Oh God, tip of my tongue. Really? Uh, God, I, maybe not. Uh, Louis Saldana. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, my brain. See, COVID <laughs> brain. It's a real thing. Um, What's our excuse? Yeah, none. <laughs> Age. Um, <laughs> kidding. Uh, really? Um, yeah. So that is fucking insane. So it's basically like a, she's a handler for a black ops team, basically. Oh wow! And she re- she recruits this. And they're, she recruits women, lionesses, that they basically embed with friends of high priority assassination targets to try and get close to them. Oh, wow. So it's it's fucking intense <laughs> and, and so crazy, like deep dive into the world of like special operations and wet work and all of the, the political underpinnings and the blowback when things go sideways. Like they had to have a meeting at the White House at two in the morning with like the secretary of state like it just so it's got like action and intrigue and political bullshit and all of the like weaponry and cool stuff that comes with it um so that's really good uh that's still going actually right now um my adventures with superman oh that's right yeah i gotta catch up on this christ i'm only a couple episodes in but fuck it's anime superman cartoon right basically anime inspired so like the big eyes and all that right but then also the really cool action, like power up sequences and action points and and that kind of stuff um, has been really good. I think I'm only three or four episodes into it. Yeah. But it's really fun. Uh, so definitely worth a watch there. And they're short episodes, too. I think they're made for TV. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously, The Witcher was amazing. Oh, um, I know we mm-hmm. kind of closed that on the, the last one, yeah. but ended really well. Um, they really I don't know how you fuck up so bad to let Henry Cavill walk away from that. Right. Show. Uh, cause he, yeah, the witcher for real. Um, but we get him as Highlander maybe. That's true. Uh, that, yeah, that's as far as I know, that's moving forward. And then he's also going to be in the MCU at some point. Um, I think Captain Britain is what they're looking at him for, uh, which would be a little on the nose. How but. long has that rumor been out there? Well, it's been out there forever because people wanted him in the MCU, but now that DC fucked up and <laughs> we're, we're replacing him, right. we're going to steal him. We're taking your guy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of, uh, there's a little segue. So Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder Woman is in a movie called Heart of Stone. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we watched this. Netflix. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. It was. Um, she's actually a super badass in that movie, yeah. which worked out pretty good. Um, 
and it's not a bad story either. No, uh, yeah, it really general, isn't. Yeah, these can be a little weird, but hey, kiddo, how you doing? Sorry, we're running a little late. Um, let's see what else. Uh, streaming wise, I think that kind of is about it for the streaming stuff. Oh, well, I'll talk Marvel. Yeah. in a minute. Um, uh-huh. just a quick aside. I just saw so. Wow, that was really loud. What was that? <laughs> Drive by. <laughs> right. Oh, that was on me. Oh, oh cheers. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's all good. Uh, so if you, you guys know me, obviously, but I, I'm a huge movie fan and tend to go to a lot of movies, especially with Addie. And I wasn't able to go to one for oh, you know, that's five right, weeks or so, yeah. six weeks. We actually just went and saw our first movie in forever and saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That was really and good. And it's fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's, ah, no spoilers. I uh, no, no spoilers at all. Yeah. It's, you know, a Seth Rogen joint. Uh, yeah. And it's the co-written by Eastman and Laird who created the turtles. It's, it's so, it's amazing. It's, it's really a, well done. Such an homage to the original turtle stuff, but then they have teenagers playing, actually voicing and playing the turtles. Yeah. Like it's perfect. Yeah. It's so pitch perfect. It's like, it's like what, uh, into the spider verse, but turtle verse. Right. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of it, it owes a lot to Into the Spider Verse as far as, but the animation it's, style is so, it's excellent, so distinct, yeah, yeah, and and just the acting and the the script and and everything is just, and the mo- the soundtrack is fucking insane. <laughs> yes. Like, go look it up on Spotify. The soundtrack is banging. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see what else do I have here, and then just a couple of video game notes. Uh, so thankfully, uh, because I was dead with COVID for a long time. <laughs> I had a lot of free time, and uh, when I was able to play games, I mainline Baldur's Gate three <laughs> like hundred and thirty hours. I don't know. I'd have to check my really? Steam thing. Oh yeah, and you're giving oh, me yeah. crap for watching so much TV. Oh yeah. Well, hey, we all make our choices, well, all right? But you, I mean, you chose co- Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I chose the best video game ever made. I mean, he had COVID. There was yeah. an excuse there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Baldur's Gate three is getting it's game of the year, in my opinion, hands down and is to the point where it's getting, it's so good that other developers are like warning people that they won't be able to replicate it. (laughs) Wow. And there's been some really cool, uh, like inside. Yeah, them's, that's, them's, that's them's, a big, them's big words with the Mortal Kombat coming <laughs> around the corner here. Oh, please. <laughs> there's no, there is no way unless Mortal Kombat like creates a portal into our actual world there is no way it's gonna get anywhere close to game of the year after Baldur's Gate. hey there's a fighting game even with megan fox playing natara uh, yeah (laughs) i mean especially because they put megan right yeah (laughs) um yeah it's the the stuff they were able to accomplish um it did take a long time and they were in early access forever yeah and they were well funded and had studios in three different spots around the world so they could work 24 hours a day. Oh, geez, basically. that's crazy. Well, not, I mean, not really. Think about it. You have, you have a team in Malaysia. Once they're done with their work, the, the team in Canada picks it up when they start working. Right. So they can test it, and then the Malaysia people know if it works the next day they come in. Yeah. And then you have a third crew that's, that's in between. So it, you're basically developing on a constant loop. Um, the things they were able to do with this game are fucking mind bending. Like yeah. it's it's entirely voice acted and it's probably one of the largest like worlds that you can be in as far as 
like the density of people and creatures and all of that. Yeah. Like they're they, the spells that they had. There's like 600 spells in this game from D and D. Yeah. One of which is speak with animals. And so because <laughs> they did that, they had to script every single animal in the game. Oh my goodness. Like actual voice, like, to, like dialogue and dialogue trees. So you can speak to the squirrel. You can speak to the pigeon. You can speak to, <laughs> there's a hairless cat called his majesty. <laughs> and when you speak to him, he, he just says, I say hiss, <laughs> go away, <laughs> like that kind of shit. It's spoilers, right? Yeah, no, that's it's funny. not really a spoiler. No, that's yeah. funny. You should absolutely, if you have a chance to play this game, you should absolutely. I want to play this game so bad. It's so fucking. Good. <laughs> um, I've I'm a third of the way through my second playthrough. Actually, uh, the first. Well, Wait, so there's like seventy hours. Um. <laughs> I'm a uh, more than that. Yeah, way more than that. It's so it's like the best D and D game ever made, and it's also one of the best overall games ever made. It's fucking insane. Um, But the way they set it up is you've got, I think there's six, like origin characters that have their own adventures scripted off, right? Okay. Um, And then you can create your own as a separate thing. Um, that doesn't have any scripting. It's just, but you create your own, you pick your race and class and go from there. But then there's one that they added towards the end called the dark urge, which is basically turns the game into a horror movie. Oh, wow. Where you, you you black out and people are dead and you have to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like that kind of stuff. So it turns the game completely on its head. So definitely don't play that first. Yeah. Cause that, that's not the game. Oh, but, I'm totally gonna play that. Yeah, first. yeah. This is my evil playthrough, right. so I chose the dark urge, and I'm like biting people's hands off and shit because I'm a dragonborn with fucking teeth. Anyway, yeah. So that oh, game is. Be. Yeah, can't be overstated. It's fucking insane, and the character creator alone, you'll spend three hours in. It's <laughs> fucking nuts. You can, you have three different highlights for your hair, Joe. Oh you my got, goodness. Like, you, yeah, you could make Molly Mock basically because they have tieflings in it. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that and then Starfield. Oh uh, right, yeah. I, want to play that. I know so it looks bad. so good, man. So this, this is what prompted my post about like, okay, yeah, I, need to get I know. Fucking well, Xbox and that's why I was telling X. you that look on Facebook Marketplace. I got a wicked deal. It's like got like half price for a, a machine that was made last year. Oh wow! Yeah, because somebody just needed to get rid of it because they needed the. Oh cash. yeah, I've been looking. Yeah, so I'll if I see another one pop up because I've got Google alerts. I think that are still oh, configured right, yeah. for it. I'll let you know. <laughs> Cause it came with a pro controller and, and like a bunch of pre-installed shit. So oh, it, nice. and it, it thankfully knock on wood, it's legit and not stolen and all yeah. that. Yeah. I checked the serial numbers and stuff anyway. Uh, so I got early access with Starfield and um, it's, it starts off super slow and it's, it's weird. Okay. Let me back up. If I, if Baldur's gate three didn't exist, I would be raving about Starfield. Sure. The problem is that, Baldur's Gate 3 like pushed video games forward so much with like some of the mechanics and they innovated so much in this game that going to Starfield is basically like, okay, I played Baldur's Gate 3 in 2023 and now I'm going to back up and play Skyrim in space. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because the graphics are kind of like an older fidelity. The systems are kind of older systems that are established and Bethesda, which is what you play the Bethesda games for. Right. right? Um. But that being said, it's a very slow start. Uh, it took me a while to get into it. Um, once you start getting through some of the main quest points and stop getting distracted by the scope of it, because it's gigantic. Yeah. 
um, you start going through some of these quests and they're really fun. They're very intense. Like I was playing it. I didn't really have much time to play it the last couple of days, but I was playing it last night, I think night before. Uh, and I just randomly was going to this planet cause it had some resources that I needed and I kind of warped in and, uh, because of one of the traits I picked, which is a wanted, you get to pick three traits for your character when you make it. But one of the traits I picked is wanted. And that basically means you have bounty hunters showing up once in a while oh, to try and collect on <laughs> no your bounty. Way. And this is the second time I'd run into them. The first time I had to pay them off because I tried to fight them and they destroyed them. <laughs> but then I went through this a specific quest line and got this badass ship for free for becoming a, you know, whatever guy. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um, for getting through this quest line. And the same guys showed up and tried to shake me down again. And this time I just, just <laughs> obliterated them. Uh, and I forget why I was going there. Warping to the planet. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Okay. Fuck. Right. I forget where I was headed with that. Anyway. Um, so it's those kind of moments that are starting to pop up. Sure. Now that I'm kind of like, I've passed, I think like the intro space like the intro missions and that kind of thing. And now they're starting to what, like open up the scope a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's moving a little bit quicker. Oh, the experience I had today. So I warped into that planet after I killed the pirates, they had actually disabled a gigantic armored transport from like one of the weapons manufacturers that are in this game. Uh -huh. And, and it was completely like scuttled. I could dock with it and go on board. There was nobody I couldn't hail anybody. There was nobody. And then like your NPC companion that's with you is like, well, maybe we can figure out what's going on with this thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden gravity stops. Oh. Like, so I'm floating <laughs> all of the like paper cups and digi pads and ammunition, all the stuff that you can gather, like the loots that you get from Bethesda games yeah. is in this game, but like times 20 oh, wow. max out on your carry capacity in the first five minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, anyway, so everything starts floating. So like I'm in the mess hall of this giant spacecraft and there's like old food trays and <laughs> just shit everywhere. And then pirates bust in out of nowhere and start trying to take me out. In the meantime, I'm in zero G with a minigun getting pushed backwards, by the <laughs> getting pushed backwards by the kick of the minigun. The physics in the game are actually really good. So that was that was like a really cool cinematic moment that happened just randomly because I decided to board the ship Sure. on my way to, you know, mine, you know, geranium or whatever the fuck. It was. Right. So yeah, there's like eight mini games, I guess, inside this giant game. Um, and it gets better the more I play. Nice. It's a slow start, but definitely stick. With okay. It. Um, yeah. Cool. There he is. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Marvel minute. Oh shit. I forgot <laughs> about that. We'll make it we'll make it super fast. Okay. Um the Marvel half minute. <laughs> uh let's see. MCU pulled Ironheart off its list. Uh they released a like potential list of their phase five stuff. So Echo got pushed to Jan 2024. X-Men 97 got pushed to early 2024. Agatha, the Darkhold Diaries. What the fuck? That sounds like the vampire diaries. All right. Um got pushed to fall 2024. And then um, Daredevil and Wonder Man, which are both in process, are both have both been like pushed and no release window at this point. So obviously those are TBD dates um, because of the strike. We're not sure how long that's going to take. Right. But uh, everything's basically on hold at this point. 
Um, what if season two, they're targeting Christmas day, 2023 for that. Um, so that should be amazing. Uh, the first one was awesome. So I can't wait for that. Uh, Jessica Jones confirmed for daredevil born again. Yeah. So Kristen Ritter's coming back. Hopefully that means we'll get some, the rest of the crew. Um, not iron fist, but the rest of the crew, right. <laughs> uh, like Luke Cage back on the, on the docket there. Um, apparently the echo series that's coming out here shortly, will have a ton of daredevil and Kingpin and Jessica Jones is basically like a vehicle to get you to the daredevil series Okay, is what it looks like. Um, I am Groot season two nice. is available today. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All six episodes. <laughs> it looks cute as fuck. Yeah. So that'll be fun. <laughs> First season. Uh, was great. The Loki trailers that are dropping lately have been fucking insane. Oh and yeah. Really great. Um, season two drops on October 6th. Uh, the most recent one is uh, Loki finds Sylvie working at an 80s McDonald's, right. which is fucking great. I love it so much. Uh, can't wait for that. Um, we had Secret Invasion finale, I think, while we were out too, right? Or um, I don't remember the days on that. Um, but a lot of there's going to be a lot of shakedown because of what was revealed in that. Yeah. Uh, with Rhodey being a scroll the whole time. And uh, basically, they're confirming that he was a scroll since Civil War, since Vision, like, shot him out of the sky. Right. And they put him in hospital robes, and that's what they rescued him in were those same hospital robes, right. apparently. Yeah. So that means like the Infinity War saga, everything that happened after Civil War, he was a scroll. Um, so they're they're gonna have a tough pull because <laughs> there's an Armor Wars movie coming up with Don Cheadle in it. Right. So I think that that Armor Wars movie is I think it's supposed to handle like the fallout of Rhodey being a scroll. Okay. So, um and all of the Iron Man tech that got disseminated because of that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, a lot of people died in that show. So yeah, <laughs> rip uh, Maria Hill, agent Ross and Talos. Uh, and that's all I got for the Marvel minute. Okay. And it's getting late. I'll, I'll, I'll speed up the Marvel theme and just put it in front. Of it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what did you guys think of Ahsoka so far? Let us know in, uh, the comments. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at the rum and regret podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at rum mm -hmm. underscore regret. Joe, where can they find you? At Joe chickadee on the socials or at Joe chickadee.com. Nate, where can they find you? Sure. Avid gamer, AV one D gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. Unfortunately, uh, Starfield is in multiplayer. Uh, otherwise, I'd say bring it. You'll see him online playing Baldur's Gate 3. Everywhere. <laughs> Starfield's got me for All now. Right. There's a bunch coming out. Yeah, this, uh, it's it's going to be a banger fourth quarter. Yeah. So. No, next week it's it's going to be all me in Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, uh, Andrew Drake on Twitter, and until the next time, we have spoken. <laughs> Anakin spoke highly of you. Come on, Joe, that was your cue. Where's Damn the it. snip? Come on. Hey, snips. <laughs>